0: Live on location from Cross Keys Society, Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Dream Laser, episode 20. Actually, no, it's, it's episode 10. 10. 10. 10. <laughs> where are you? Today? I'm in the futures where I'm yeah, at. more episodes than Star Wars.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: too soon, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Dream Laser, seriously hard sci-fi. I'm Rosemary. I'm Tonks.
0: We have a guest today.
1: One prank man, also known
2: to his few friends as Adam.
1: Yes. yes. Hello, Adam. Hello. Hello. And uh, we have, this is going to be part two of our Halloween month because Kinda. Halloween takes a whole month. It does. Yeah. Like a, a birthday. A, yeah. <laughs> Happy
0: birthday, man. What do you do? Can I just ask a question? You know how people are like, oh, man, like birthday month. Uh, what do you do if your birthday's on the first, like mine? I don't get a whole month.
1: Yes, you do. I you get a whole month? You're the luckiest one of all. Why? You do, because you have a whole month
0: of birthday. But everybody forgets about it because Christmas comes. Fuck
1: Christmas. Now imagine if you had it on Christmas. Is that really worse than Christmas? It's ah. definitely not worse than well, Christmas. Well, Jesus.
0: But I kind of feel like you <laughs> can't like oh my god it's my birthday month after your birthday already passed yeah like, jesus you know gets what I mean? pissed off
1: he's like man my birthday is on christmas fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Probably>. damn it <laughs> yeah probably so yeah. um we're gonna rock paper scissors real fast to see whose story how goes are we first. even doing that
0: you can't rock paper scissors three people we're gonna do it as okay. a process of elimination okay
1: okay ready rock one, paper one, scissors, scissors shoot two. we oh, all did scissors we all did scissors rock, rock paper scissors, scissors shoot all right, I killed both y'all. All
0: right, so that means you get to pick. Where I get you to want pick, out.
1: and I think. Uh, I think I'll go first. Okay. Tony's going first. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna read Rosemary's story. Oh shit! Today. And Rosemary's gonna read Adams because after I saw the headline of Adams, we we both. Agreed. Rosemary has to read it. So yes.
0: the only thing I want to say about this story is this is the largest crossover event that I, we have ever had on Dream Laser.
1: Okay. So this has to do with like all your stories.
0: S- you will recognize many characters.
1: You know what's funny? Not is, all of them. Is that, I, weird? before we start, Rosemary literally had a story before this and this morning she just totally erased it and made yep. a new story. Yep. Wrapped it. I hated it. Yeah. She did not enjoy it. it. So, all right, without further ado, I'm going first. Okay. It's called Robocock 2 Threat Level Earth Ball.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, here we go. Wyatt Warwick used to be the coolest, most badass bounty hunter slash mercenary for hire in the whole galaxy. But now, he was Nothing. Yep. That's weird. Ever since the evil Dr. Caserito cut off his dick and replaced it with a <laughs> cyborg penis, it just hadn't been the same.
0: That, that'll do that to yeah. you.
1: Dennis' girlfriend, Bonnie Mnemonic, had broken <laughs> up with him and taken his space Ducati.
0: Not <laughs> his, technically.
1: It wasn't his fault he couldn't stay off CyberTinder. Really, well Yeah. I mean, what did she expect? For him not to cheat on her even when she specifically asked him not to? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking women and their unrealistic expectations. So true. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> now, he was just a lowly janitor at Big Dickopolis High. It was the end of the day, and, and Wyatt was inside the school hallway mopping up the floors. Outside the window, he could see a bunch of kids out on the field practicing earth ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's in general any type of it's sport any
0: type of sport that was on earth yeah
1: practicing earthball for their varsity game coming up that night as Wyatt continued to clean up the school he saw a copy of Space Adventure magazine on the floor he picked it up and examined the cover which had a picture of Fiona the Furious in her berserker armor that barely covered her huge fucking anime titties <laughs> hell yeah there was <laughs> there was also a teen girl on the cover which made no sense but okay Wyatt flipped open the magazine and went straight to the updated space adventure rankings. He didn't expect to be number one anymore, but what he saw was on those, on those glossy pages was even worse than he expected. He wasn't even on the goddamn list! Damn, What shit. the fuck? I was going to say what the fuck for real, but you actually wrote it. What the fuck, he muttered to himself. <laughs> Wyatt realized if he ever wanted to get back on that list, he was going to have to have his space Ducati, get his space Ducati back for Bonnie. But that would be impossible. He didn't even know where she was. And he had no transportation. That's, that'll, that'll do yeah. it. Just as he was thinking about getting a tattoo of himself running a new space decaddy to see if that would help him manifest, manifest what he wanted to happen, his iPhone 2000 rang. When Wyatt answered the FaceTime call, he realized he was talking to the mayor of Big Dickopolis. Wyatt Warwick, I know this is unprecedented, but I need to help with the coolest and most awesome bounty hunter slash mercenary for hire in the galaxy, said the mayor. Does this mayor have a name?
0: No, it's just the mayor. Okay,
1: just the mayor. The mayor. <laughs> Wyatt almost got a cyber boner from the idea of someone actually thinking it was awesome again. What do you need, mayor? He asked. I think Dr. Quesarito is going to blow up the varsity earth ball game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor explained. The bomb could be in any of the balls used in earth ball, which is a lot of balls. <laughs> So I need you to infiltrate the game, figure out where the bomb is, and make sure none of the students get any of their body parts exploded. Oh Do you think you can handle it? What's in it for me, asked Wyatt. I kind of thought making sure no children were murdered would be enough payment for you, said the mayor. No way, said Wyatt. I'm going to need a new Space Ducati. I'm going to need a writer for Space Adventure Magazine there to document this awesome adventure. Okay, fine, said the mayor. I'll get you your Space Ducati and your reporter. Turn the page. I love turning the page. Wait a minute, Wyatt said, finally thinking, which was really fucking difficult for him sometimes. I'm like 25 and covered in tattoos. How am I going to infiltrate a team full of teenagers? Oh my God. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a you problem, said Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I have your space bike waiting for you when you complete the mission. So then the mayor hung up. Wyatt threw his mop down on the floor. The varsity earthball game was in just a few hours. If he was going to complete this mission, get a new space to Cotty, and be the galaxy's best bounty hunter slash mercenary for hire again, he was going to have to work fast. He cracked his knuckles. Looks like I need a montage. He said to no one in particular. <laughs> but a few teachers who were walking past him down the hall gave him a weird look. But ultimately, just figured he was a special needs student or something and went on their way. Suddenly, running on ice, by Billy Joel started playing, on nowhere, playing out of nowhere, and a really cool montage started. As the song played, the audience saw clips of Wyatt do all kinds of, I mean, all kinds of things like trying to lift weights, ice skating, doing push-ups, and throwing a football. Except he wasn't very good at any of them. <laughs> and all the things he was doing in the montage were completely unrelated to Earth Ball. <laughs> but as the song continued to play, Wyatt got a progressively got progressively better at the things he was trying to do. By the end of the song, Wyatt was totally awesome at all of them. He was ready for the game.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Cut to the earthball field right before the big game was about to start. Wyatt sat on the bench with all other earthball players in his earthball gear, except he looked totally out of place because he was an adult who was covered in tattoos and had a bright red mohawk. But the coaches didn't even seem to notice, so whatever. Okay, let's get out there and slaughter them tonight, said the coach. This is our biggest game of the year against our rival, President Cyborg Liam Neeson C- Community High School. <laughs> so it's extra important that we win. So do your best in shit. Clear eyes, eat hearts, don't lose. <laughs> Words to live by. Oh, man. With that, the team grabbed their earthball sticks and ran onto the field while the crowd full of parents and students from both high schools cheered from the sidelines. Wyatt shoved some other kids out of the way so he could take his place at the center of the front line. He needed to be right in the middle of the action so he could try to figure out which ball had the bomb inside it and get it off the field before any of the students exploded into pink mist. Ooh, graphics! The ref got into the center of the field, holding a soccer ball, an American two football, a baseball, and a basketball because an Earth ball you need a lot of balls because toxic masculinity. It's true. <laughs> Wyatt put his stick to the ground and got ready for the game to start. He noticed the other team's player across from him was smaller in stature and that the other players had a shimmering blonde hair flowing out from under his helmet. But Wyatt didn't have time to think too much about it because that would take too much time and effort. And as we've already established thinking was tough for him. (laughs) Plus the ref was about to start the game. Ready? Set. The ref said Oh shit. Turn the page. Perfect timing. But before he could blow the whistle the bomb. The blonde player from the other team looked up at Wyatt, and for the first time, you could tell this wasn't just some high school dude. It was Doctor Nebulous Caserito. Oh, oh shit! shit. Die! <laughs> she, <laughs> exclaimed, she exclaimed as the ref blew the whistle and all the balls were thrown onto the field. <laughs> oh my Stop. god! Sounds like a really, really awesome game. While the actual players on Earthball seemed to start playing the game, Wyatt lunged for Doctor Caserito, but she was too fast for him as she smacked him right in the face with her earth ball stick. <laughs> You'll never save this game. She laughed evilly because she was evil.
0: Writing, <laughs> am I right? I love it.
1: Yeah. Wyatt jumped to his feet and ripped off his pants, <laughs> exposing his gleaming metal cyborg dick to the entire
0: audience of children. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Where did I go? I lost oh my He aimed a tip at Dr. Quesarito and prepared to fire laser jizz at her. Tell me which ball you put the bomb in, he demanded. You'll never figure it out, you idiot, Dr. Casarito said with a sinister grin. I can't believe he fell for for that call from the mayor. You really are dumber than I thought. This whole thing was a setup, Wyatt asked. It wasn't the first time Dr. Casarito had tricked him into doing her bidding. It was actually like the third or fourth time. (laughs) Wyatt seriously needed to figure out how to stop falling for her tricks. But first, he had to save the earth ball game. (laughs) Why are you doing this, he asked. Because, Dr. Casarito... I need your cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you should you should have just said that in the first place. Wyatt said with a smirk. Doctor Caserito sighed. Not like that, she said. Ever since I replaced your regular human dick, it turned you into Robocock, cock. You become a weapon that's too powerful for the intergalactic st- wait, yeah. too powerful for the intergalactic stellar fleet to lose. You're going to come with us, and we're going to use you to take over the galaxy. Us? Wyatt asked, just before the baseball smacked him in the head. <laughs> In the distance, over the noise of the crowd, Wyatt could hear a familiar sound. He wasn't sure at first, but as it got louder and louder, he realized what it was. The deep rumble of the second fastest engine in the galaxy. In an awesome cloud of smoke, a super cool motorcycle motorcycle, Tokyo drifted onto the middle of the field right in front of Wyatt. (laughs) When the smoke cleared, he would clearly see that it was his bike. And the person writing it was his bitch ex-girlfriend, Bonnie Namonic. Oh shit. Oh, shoot. Bonnie turned her T one thousand arm into a gun and pointed it at Wyatt's head. Let's go, you asshole. She growled. <laughs> Your penis is property of the ISF. <laughs> Bonnie, you teamed up with Dr. Quesarito? Quesarito, Wyatt asked. But why? <laughs> <laughs> because you said you were going to be the top space adventuring duo in the galaxy. But then you cheated on me with, like, five girls you met on Cyber Tinder, she snapped. Now Dr. Caserito is helping me get my revenge. Bonnie, you have to tell me which ball the bomb is in, Wyatt pleaded. Otherwise, all these kids and their parents are going to get their limbs blown off. Dr. Casarito laughed. You moron, she said. There are bombs in all of the balls. Oh, man. Just come with us and no one gets hurt, said Bonnie. Smoking like a true cop. (laughs) Wyatt was fucked. <laughs> Normally, he wouldn't care if these children got murdered and lost limbs or whatever, but he was standing right in the middle of the field, so he would definitely get taken out too. Shit. And not only that, but the space Ducati might be getting fucked up in the explosion. That was something he definitely wasn't willing to risk. All of a sudden, some, co- some cops ran out into the field. Their tasers po- pointed at Wyatt. Then they were there. All right, they were there to arrest him for pulling his dick out in front of the whole crowd of high school students,
0: and they were closing
1: in fast. I was wondering what was going to happen there, if there. Was any <laughs> repercussions? Now Wyatt was even more fucked than before. Just as Wyatt was realizing he was probably going to have to let let himself get captured by Bonnie and Dr. Casario, he heard something else in the distance. As it got louder, he realized it was the song "I Come Blood" by Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> That's <a whole> song. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> The music was coming from a black spaceship with skulls and blood painted all over it, and the words Corpse Fucker scrawled onto the (laughs) the hull. The ship was over the high school, firing plasma rounds at the crowd and obliterating the police officers before they could reach the center of the field. Then it turned its cannons on Bonnie and Dr. Quesarito. Dr. Quesarito jumped into the back of the space Ducati as Bonnie revved the engine and took off to avoid the black metal's ship fire, or the black metal's Black metal ships, fire. You got it? Got it. (laughs) Nice. Once they were out of the way, the ship touched down onto the cratered earth ball field where a bunch (laughs) of players were lying dead from the corpse fucker's plasma cannon. The ship's door opened and Fiona the Furious, the black metal space berserker with huge fucking anime titties, leaned out. (laughs) Wyatt, get in, she yelled. A teenage girl leaned out the window with her holophone, capturing the entire scene for her space chat story but Wyatt didn't have time to question what the hell was happening. At the other end of the field, Bonnie was turning the space Ducati around and headed back towards him. She had already cut off his cyber dick off once before. He wasn't going to risk that happening again. Wyatt jumped into the corpse fucker and the door slammed behind him. Thanks for the ride, he said to Fiona as she fired the thrusters and steered the ship out of the atmosphere and into space, leaving Bonnie and Dr. Caserito behind. Wyatt and Fiona knew each other because of the space adventuring. Whenever there was, like, an award ceremony or a convention or something, they would usually get drunk at the hotel bar together and then go upstairs to their hotel rooms and do it all night long. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Sometimes
1: even when after the same bounty. But Wyatt had no idea why she would be showing up in Big Dicopolis to save him from exploding earthballs. How do I know... How did you know it was in trouble, he asked. I didn't, Fiona answered. I actually came to you to ask for help. Ew, gross, her teenage... Or the teenage girl said, her eyes on Wyatt's metal cock... What the fuck happened to your dick? <laughs> oh, I'm a cyborg now," he said. "This is Daniela," Fiona said. "She's my social media specialist. She's helping me climb back up the space adventure rankings." Oh, he's not gonna like that. Well, oh. see if I can flip this page. That'll do something. I just live streamed that massacre on Earthball Field," Daniela said. "We had over two hundred thousand views." Nice," said Fiona. <laughs> "What did you need help with?" White asked. It seemed like Fiona and Daniela were doing pretty well on their own. Oh, yeah, about that, Fiona said. Daniela is Cyborg President Liam Neeson's daughter, and I may or may not have kidnapped her. And the president may or may not be following me trying to get her back. So, yeah, I have an idea how I'm getting out of this mess, especially since we're posting everything we do on social media. <laughs> You're
0: trying to hide. Probably
2: don't do that. Sounds like a job
1: for the best bounty hunter slash mercenary in the galaxy, Wyatt said. Daniela shot another disgusted look at his cyborg cock and said, you might want to put some pants on first. The end.
0: Oh, shit. Oh. That's it. Yeah. Is that a Yeah, I or... mean, there's definitely going to be more happening Just, yeah. later on. Wow, that yeah. was good. That was like... <laughs> yeah, I a lot of characters. Yeah.
1: There was a lot of shit going yeah, on there. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I love that you incorporated Earth Ball Did you like
0: that. that it was basically Threat Level Midnight? Oh, yeah, that yeah. The space version.
1: Did, you, did we watch Threat Level Midnight and that, that gave you the idea? I honestly
0: don't know how I got that idea this morning, but I listened to Running on Ice like a hundred times. Did you? Yeah.
1: That song is so terrible. (laughs)
0: It's so bad. I went
1: on her computer, uh, by accident I saw that she had Cannibal Corpse on her Spotify. I was like, "Okay, does she have something to do with the story?" Did that tip you off or no? I mean, I saw. I was like, she's listening to something, and you're usually listen to something to get your ideas going. Yeah. I was like, Cannibal Corpse. That's not something she normally listens Um, to. This is gonna get interesting. Yeah, yeah. So who goes next? Uh,
0: Do you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's my I think idea. I'll, I'll go. Okay. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Alright, so Rosemary's gonna read Adam's story next. And uh I'm excited. I, had, oh I haven't God. I haven't wrote is anything it, in is, a long time. Is there so... anything you wanna say about the story before uh, we start? I, <laughs> I, I I hope
2: it's long enough, but I so don't know. She said yeah.
0: Oh! <laughs> 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 That's when she actually sees it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's it called? <laughs> Alright, this this story's called. 90 Day Fiance True Vault Hunter Mode. <laughs> Amazing. Here we go. All right, so get ready for Rosemary to laugh all the time. <laughs> so there I was. <laughs> Start
1: right there out the go. gate. Right off the bat.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> so many. She
1: g- can't continue. I love it.
0: Did you look at this yet? No. Just the
1: first line. Just there the first I line. was
0: jerking off <laughs> to a wrinkled Randy Travis poster <laughs> 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 with what was left of my hands. It's been 24 minutes, and as my blood-soaked member writhes in pain, I say to myself, "Where the fuck am I? And who are these two old <laughs> men staring at me?" <laughs> Jesus <Yes>. Christ! <laughs> Let me start from the beginning. The year is zero 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 zero, <laughs> because time is a construct and was destroyed with human Earth in the year 2020. I oh like that. shit.
1: Oh shit! We got a year left. That's Dude, it. maybe not. Maybe like two Couple months. months Act fast. Talking.
0: I <laughs> I walk into the Pandora space station, ready to embark nice. on a four-second journey, twenty light years away, to meet my fiance Jormund for the first time, face to interface. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that was very nice. Mm. Jormund is an iPhone persona, binary, and the ideal life mate for me, according to some of the children of the Vault I went to high school with that do copious amounts of drugs on Promethea. Nice. That I was like, a lot of I shit like in black that sentence. Fucking. Borderlands. There's reference. a lot. There's yeah, a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> I awake from hypersleep and e- before I even open my eyes, I feel a cold, sharp blade against my throat. The sound of a Ti eighty two thousand chirps and blips, and I realize there's no cause for alarm, as it's just a classic prank. Dorman's A A55... fifty five. Oh, I see. A fifty five clap. Ass
1: clap. <laughs> so clap. That's amazing. The ass
0: class. Sibling Capri has greeted me for pickup at the Hyperion drop pod to take me to my love. (laughs) It's midday and the fourth sun is just peeking in the sky, beaming radiation through the clouds to give the fauna around us a nice putrid stench of absolute shit as their leaves ooze a pale yellow goo. Nice. Man, Hyperion sure is beautiful this time of year, isn't it, guys? I say as I look around me for affirmation. Capri has his descendant bot with him a playful tattoo d2 unit. (laughs) as tattoo d2 jumps up from a dirt pile he pulls up his short pants and clutches his capri sun and smiles with his lcd unit yes you heard me right nice i don't get i don't get it (laughs) what is an lcd unit
2: like his his Viewing. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh well, I. He have eyes. He's a robot. Got
0: it. I mean, yeah. I got that much. I yeah. thought there was like some inside joke that I was missing. No. Anyway, <laughs> Capri. <laughs> capri's son is wearing capris while drinking. <laughs> <and> capri's son. <laughs> oh my God! And gazing at the Careful. sun. You're about to press the button. Uh, as if a more perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you have to re- reread that sentence. <laughs> oh my God! Like- I can't. It's the best sentence ever written in the English language. <laughs> You're a genius. Here we go. Capri's son. Where is it? Um. Oh, Capri's son was wearing capris while drinking a Capri Sun and gazing at the sun. The, 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 Incredible. Puns. Oh, the puns are Incredible. psychotically good. As if a more po- perfect moment couldn't exist, Capri and Tattoo D2, without hesitation, focused their lasers on the ground before me and hailed a catcher ride to blast us all to the home of my bride-to-be, Jormund. Why didn't Jormund come pick him up?
2: she's she just oh, she's chilling cool. she doesn't cool. want to go Don't let her leave her alone whatever
0: we <laughs> arrive short, you always know that if they can't pick them up at the airport it's like a bad yeah. a bad yeah. start
1: yeah mm-hmm. R.I.P. Caesar Some <laughs> <laughs> at two Jormund
0: although that one couple the guy didn't come to the airport and they're still together the British guy true that anyway my flowers <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> We arrived shortly thereafter. Man, time travel is so slick. There it was. The perfect AI with a hard disk drive that would make even a clown make even a clown's pants. Jorman's thick metal frame was embossed with gold plating for high speed data transfer, and over fourteen Trezillion RGB strips littered its shell, like the actual litter on NYC streets that my great 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 grandparents told me about. Nice. I brought McAfee software protection just in case things got a little steamy. Mm. If you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Talk say about no more. Sex. <laughs> robot sex. <laughs> Robo sex. Can I get that protection? Is it weird that this is not the first time we've talked about robot sex on this podcast? I mean, like really not though. even close. But I like the protection part. It's like, that yeah, that's good. Was pretty, pretty it's real
2: space invasion stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But I digress. There are more pressing matters at hand here. I've come to download Jormund's OS and see if it's compatible so we can join servers in ho- ho- honey matrimony? Holy
2: intentionally. Oh, okay, it.
0: I wasn't sure if yeah. it was the computer term.
2: It and I only now.
0: have 90 seconds to do this before I'm sent back to my last known place of human interaction. <laughs> probably somewhere shameful. <laughs> I remember the first day I met Jormund. I was 26 and utterly lost in love and life and space. Oh. Aren't we all? Floating around like a satellite, not slightly knocked off orbit but totally fucking whacked i had no direction no ambition no drive and then wham wake me up before you go go started serenading me from the speakers of a starship that was scuttling by the tractor beam sucked me in and when the cargo bay doors opened there i was standing naked and slimy before the most beautiful thing i'd ever seen a hologram a synthetic voice a navigation targeting and water purification system jorman yes it was love at first gigabyte i like that (laughs) oh man they're cute oh and here we are today just three weeks later deciding if we are to be married (laughs) it's sad because it's true (laughs) and spend the rest of eternity together or if i'm going to go home to promethea and farm skag milk for the rest of my life alone Alone. hands full of skag tits gross i know that feel Jorman's creators, <laughs> Hammerlock and Jacobs, have sent me a text because humanity hasn't figured out a better way to communicate yet. So true. Within the details of that text are the implications of a task I am to complete in order to win over the favor of their consent to their beloved AI unit. Okay, so they're like the parents. Yeah. <laughs> I am to teleport to a local system, Earth backwards, and seek out an alternate reality version of myself which obtains all my worst qualities. Once found, I am to quite simply put, kill that bad motherfucker. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah. So off I go, blowing a kiss to Dorman, stepping into the transmogrifier. Here you go. And I say, all right, you nerds, I've only got about 60 seconds left since I just spent 30 seconds breaking the third wall. So let's get
2: pixelated.
0: <laughs> Ooh, oh, shit. That. A little nod
2: to you there, Yeah, Johnny. nice. the hotness? My
0: body breaks down in an 8-bit format. I'm <laughs> cast into a Game Boy cartridge and hammer <laughs> inserts the cartridge into a port attached to one of jorman's data cables i emerge in chicago i can tell it's chicago because there are shitty pizza places everywhere (laughs) nice the year must be 1985 because as i stroll by a movie theater i can see posters and a marquee for back to the future starring a young and very handsome michael j fox yes baby back to the task at hand i head to the nearest record store and act like i'm actually shopping just waiting for alternate (laughs) reality me to arrive so real from, back, from the back of the store, I see him walk in. He beelines it for the country music section. Oh, God, it is the worst version of him. Grabs a post... Poster. I just figured out the ending. Grabs a poster off the shelf and heads to the cashier. Three fifty, the clerk says, and he's about to bag up a Randy Travis poster. The shittiest version of me turns and notices me from the corner of his eye. He squints, spits on everything, and then grabs the poster in a mad dash and books it out of the store. I have about 30 seconds left to complete this task, so I immediately take chase. This is the only chance I have. I need to kill myself if I'm going to prove my (laughs) love to a robot (laughs) goddammit. This is insane. This is great. Through the crowds of people and out into the street, I give chase to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Knocking over garbage cans and pushing down old people, I stumble into an alleyway where puddles ripple from footsteps not long ago. Nice, nice detail. I hear echoes trailing off to the right and heaving, heaving breathing as a door latches shut that reads, Security access only. Ooh. A giant man, a man so large it's a wonder he even finds clothes that fit him, stands <laughs> in my way. With 20 seconds left, I tall. say, Frick the second guy is big as shit. How's that It. Frick <laughs> the second guy is big as shit. And we immediately start wrestling. <laughs> oh my god he's clearly got the upper hand because he outweighs me by 200 plus pounds and is taller than a house but as he picks me up over his head i let out a fart that could tranquilize a giant fat man and that is exactly what he (laughs) was was. very appropriate (laughs) as i clambered to my feet i busted down the back door of what actually had happened to be a peep show i hadn't known it at the time i was so caught up in trying to catch and kill this man that it didn't matter to me, where I was. I just needed to do a murder and fast. Time was running out. I only have ten seconds. Dude, a lot's been happening in thirty yeah, this seconds. This is crazy. Quick. Yeah. I go to a I go door to door looking for the man that looks like me, but with a bowl cut hairstyle and a pencil thin chin strap beard. Oh, what a hot yeah, He really is the worst. <laughs> I was just about to say that anyway. With five seconds left, I pull out my laser knife and quietly power it up, which was pointless because the music was so loud in the place you couldn't even hear your own thoughts, which sucked because I really needed to concentrate right now. I reach for the door handle and release it as the door slowly swings open without even a creak. And There I am in a booth by myself. Well, not me, but yeah, I guess me. (laughs) But now, no longer alone, I am also there with a knife. A laser knife. His back to me, I slowly creep up, about as slowly as you could with only mere moments left to finish the job and pull back my hand, holding the blade. In one motion, I strafe to the side and lunge to stab him in the stomach, but he moves. I managed to cut off the majority of both of his hands in one swing, but he's still alive. He turns to me and he's feverishly jerking off, his eyes fixated on the Randy Travis poster, yes. <laughs> and my time is up. He disappears, and I'm left standing there with his multiple severed fingers laying on the floor, never to see my lovely Dorman again, stuck in Chicago with shitty fucking pizza. Oh, What a tragedy. That is so sad. That was awesome. That was great. Dude. Yeah, that was oh, excellent. Very clapping. excellent. Right. Very that was like excellent. A clap.
1: Wonderful. Oh my God. Adam, that was sick.
0: Very good.
1: I wrote
2: it. You wrote that? Yeah. With your, with your own thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there might be a sequel sometime. How Who long did it take you to write? Uh, I don't know. I, like, took, took my time. I wrote a little bit here and there, and then, um, I don't know. I didn't really know where I was going with it. It was kind of a mess, and then... Well, you did and awesome And then did with you it. erase
0: yeah. it and rewrite the whole thing this morning?
2: No, I, like, moved stuff around and kind of figured out an actual timeline of events, and then kind of pieced it together. Nice. And then Very sat good. down and started... I, I, I love the flow of the story. The yeah. flow of it was really dope. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes,
1: Sometimes I have too. trouble writing the flow of the story, and whenever I do, like, a reread of it, yeah. I add or take away some shit. Yeah. So...
0: Great job. Thanks awesome, sir.
1: dude! Great first try. All
2: right. Okay, Here. so
1: now it's my turn. Well, Adam's turn, right? My Reading turn my to read. Yes.
2: Okay. Which I I don't know how to read. <laughs> That's great. So this so is this is Tony's story. Hard driving four thousand. <laughs> <laughs> A virtual nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Prince Reginald Twinkletits. Tits. No, no, no. Twinkle <laughs> That's why you were
0: famous. Twinkle so yeah. Prince it's, Reginald
2: it. Twinkletits. <laughs> Let's get that right. Not to be confused with twinkle tits. <laughs> this is the Duke of Uncircumcised Dicks. <laughs> what? Prince of misdemeanor crimes. Everything else that's inconsequential to this story, since I die at the very end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Or do I. Or do I <laughs> Perfect. I was driving through a synthwave dreamscape nice. complete with a glowing Tron style sunset in my wicked Pontiac Firebird. <laughs> it looks fucking sick, bro. <laughs> There's no
0: more retro than
2: that. Seriously. <laughs> the sense of speed was amazing, and even the weather was a cool 78 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Fuck Celsius. <laughs> too bad too bad none of this is real, though. I'm running the newest VR simulation. It was running on a super-sick desktop computer that only a prince like me could afford. <laughs> Everything about it was fake, but it was convincing enough for me. It was all going great until I came across a weird scene. Two dogs fucking. What <laughs> <laughs> the damn it (laughs) there aren't supposed to be any living things in this simulation at least that's what the dude at space GameStop told me (laughs) so I pulled over and got out onto the wireframe synth landscape I look around and there's nothing but vector graphics thinking of hard driving a 1990's shitty arcade game that used like 4 polygons and ran at (laughs) 10 frames per second did I come across a fucking programming error (coughs) I walk closer to these two dogs. Let's call them poly dogs, because puns are fun. (laughs) And they're really going at it. They're made of, like, five polygons, so it looks like pieces of origami fucking rampantly. God, so disturbing. (laughs) Little did the game know, I was trying to jerk off in the car in VR, (laughs) going 150 miles an hour, but these stupid things ruined it. So I got a little pissed and went to go dropkick the two humping (laughs) polymuts. But as soon as my foot touched one of the dogs, I got fucking zapped and knocked out in fucking vr (laughs) it was a weird feeling i didn't know what happened at first but it felt like electricity i wasn't aware that you can be hurt in fucking vr where the hell was that in the manual i then realized that i was tied to a chair in a dimly lit barn everything still having blue vector graphics indicating that i was still in vr i start to panic because i can't untie myself which means I can't take off my VR goggles and get out of this VR nightmare.
0: So much VR. (laughs) Is
2: this a dream? I then see that the barn door starts to open and a huge green-colored polygonal monster comes out. It had two dicks for arms. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) One was red and the other was blue. I scream and try to untie myself, but it's no use. I'm locked in tight. The dick monster starts laughing at my cries for help and points his blue dick arm at me. It shoots a fucking blue ice beam at me and freezes my legs. For some reason, I couldn't feel anything at all when that happened. But he then hit my leg with his dick arm, and they both shatter completely like glass. I felt that. (laughs) I scream like crazy from the pain. Now a legless prince. My dad King is gonna be so pissed, bro. <laughs> I he
0: came to
2: <laughs> the dick monster now points his red dick arm at me and starts laughing maniacally, likely ready to deliver the death blow. The only thing going through my other the only thing going through my mind other than the pain was why the fuck didn't I leave those two origami dogs alone? <laughs> the dick monster fires the red dick arm and a glowing red laser slices my right arm clean Shit. off my shoulder. What the fuck? <laughs> I look down to my arm and see it wiggling on the floor uh-huh. like a low-budget horror movie. <laughs> At this point, I'm freaking the fuck out, almost to the point of passing out, but then I realize something. There's no blood. That snapped me back into reality, or in this case, virtual reality. <laughs> that was so stupid. Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> it can't kill me. This isn't real. The pain is pretty convincing, though. That shit fucking hurted. (laughs) (laughs) You love that. (laughs) With both my legs and one arm gone, I try to wiggle off the chair that I was previously bound to. I landed on the floor with one arm still tied to the chair, but I wasn't in any position to get away. I then see that my arm was still moving. Even though it was severed from my body, it did exactly what I wanted it to do. So I tested it out. My arm on the floor proceeds to give the dick monster the middle finger. <laughs> I start to laugh, but the dick monster was visibly upset. <laughs> Since his dick arms now became huge double boners and grew oh, in size shit. and girth. That's so gross. Fuck yeah, dude. I knew this had to be a dream or some programming error in the software or something. That didn't matter at the moment. All that mattered was getting out of here. I see the dick monster point both dick arms at me about to do a fucking kamehameha attack (laughs) on my ass so it had to act fast. I see a glint of light coming through the floor. It's my car keys for my sick firebird. (laughs) I get an idea. I quickly roll to the keys lying next to my pieces of frozen legs and hit the panic button on the key with my nose. You see, the panic button in VR games are supposed to take you completely out of the game. But as soon as I hit it, I hear the Firebird turn on outside the barn with the song, Take These Broken Wings, <laughs> blasting on the stereo.
1: <laughs> so tick! these broken wings. Perfect.
2: The car, started, the car starting distracts the dick monster, and it turns around to look at the barn doors, only to see the headlights of the Firebird before it drives the fuck through the doors <laughs> and runs over that green piece of shit. Nice. I was saved. Fuck anyone who doesn't like Pontiacs, bro. (laughs) (laughs) As I laid there wondering what the fuck is happening, I see a weird light coming out of the ceiling. I try to focus on it since it was distracting as fuck. It looks like what happens when you see someone trying to get out of a coma in movies. Their (laughs) eyes are trying to adjust to the light. It's the real world. I must be trying to take off the VR goggles in the real world, but they're locked in. VR goggles have locks in them now for 100% immersion. Oh, shit. Finally, I know what to do. I press the panic button again, and this time I press it like 400 times <laughs> to signify it, to get me back and fuck out it, to get me the fuck out of here. All of a sudden, blue glowing synthwave world goes dim and eventually black, and I hear the goggles audibly unlock. I then realize that finally, the game was over. I pull the goggles off my face to see myself in my room safe and sound. Nice, right. (laughs) Or is it? I immediately go to the game's cover and see the same Synthwave universe with the same Pontiac Firebird on the cover. What the fuck? (laughs) I then call for my butler on my sick intercom made for princes only (laughs) (laughs) and tell him to come into my domain. He walks in and asks me how he can help me. I ask him to read the box of the game Oh, I should have mentioned this earlier. I don't know how to fucking read. <laughs> is this me? <laughs> I'm a prince. I don't know. I don't need to know that shit. He then tells me that the name of this game is called Don't Fuck with Origami Muts. It's a horror game by the makers of PT6. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so pissed off because no one told me this was a horror game. I immediately decided that I wanted the head of whoever sold this to me. I just thought it was a racing game due to the sick synthwave landscape and cool car. The butler tells, butler tells me he cannot get me the head of that particular person because he was already beheaded for a previous game that I, that I had purchased from him earlier. Ah, oh, well, someone's going to die for this. I decided to behead the butler instead. Sorry bro. <laughs> okay, what
0: the
2: fuck? Sorry bro. <laughs> As he being dragged out to his doom to his doom, I start hearing growling noises behind me. Oh, I turn back to the desktop computer's monitor, only to see the dick monster on the screen. I then hear laughter behind me. I turned back around and see the butler morph into that low poly green dick monster and proceeding to fart so fucking hard that the entire house started to shake and crumble. He then pointed his dick arms and dick legs at me. They were all different colors and all fully torqued. They all they all fire a stream of plasma cum so hot that it melts not only me but everything it touched immediately. The plasma cum didn't stop there. It proceeded to melt through the crust of the Earth and into the Earth's core, causing a chain reaction and making the entire planet finally explode into fucking bits. Moral of the story? Don't kick dogs that are fucking. Even if they're origami pieces. Game over. P.S. He died at the very end.
0: Tony, uh, like,
1: that was great. Incredible. Was thank great. you, thank you. Uh, I didn't have the end part there. I, I decided to go big at the very end. Yeah, and destroy the
0: earth. Completely. It was interesting too because I was while we were reading, while Adam was reading that, I was having a flashback to the first time I ever used the phrase plasma come. Yeah,
1: ah. when you said plas- when I was reading your story you about that, plasma Yeah, I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh shit, should I tell her my story had Plasma come too? Yeah. I don't know why that's a thing, but it's a thing. It is.
0: We made it. Adam, your story was really fucking awesome. That That was great. I
1: really loved it. No joke. Like that's not exaggeration. That was one of the best stories on here it was yeah, very probably. well written, dude. Like, sickly
2: written.
0: It was awesome, too, because you know how like, okay, I don't know if you guys, like, read, but you can't read, so you probably don't know what
2: yeah. to say. What's <laughs> Picture. Pictures only.
0: Sometimes when I'm reading a book and somebody just gives, like, that, like, perfect little, like, detail of description and you're like, I know exactly what that yeah, looks yeah. like. Like, that happened a few times in your story and I was like, damn. Yeah. Nice,
2: yeah. Sweet. I like using descriptive words. It's, uh... It
1: it's, definitely helps the story, like, come to life. Yeah. Sometimes I just like to talk about Plasma Com and kamehameha dicks and shit like that oh that's 100% but I think that's funny
2: I couldn't
0: think of (laughs) anything so I just put all of my characters into one story
1: I love that this was a good horror one (laughs) except
0: for me although children seeing a huge metal cock is pretty horrifying pretty horrifying
1: it's like like humor and horror yeah (laughs) it's not even a normal dick it's like a metal dick yeah a huge ass like Like, nuclear dick you could mistake it for something else but no your mind was right the first time (laughs) it was a dick it was made of metal yeah but uh, yeah, we did it. Adam, I want to thank you. He actually came all the way down from New York just for this podcast. Just for this. yes yeah, just, for, just this. for this. He, he for this. walked. Yeah. I'm, yeah,
2: I'm uh, actually going to walk back
0: now. <laughs> he's already getting ready he's to walk. walk back. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah,
1: he's down for this, he, uh, for a couple of things, but we wanted, we basically set it up so you can do this the podcast and... I'm really happy you did it, dude. It was sick. Yeah, yeah it
2: was awesome. It was thank fun. you.
1: And uh, his girlfriend's getting tattooed at the moment right now. We're actually at Cross Keys Society Tattoo at the moment recording this.
0: Yeah, shout out to S- them.
1: Shout out to Aaron and Christy. I, I think Christy is going to very much enjoy this episode. Yeah.
0: Very much. I good. think she will.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so follow us on Instagram at Dream Laser Podcast.
1: Yep, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks. Thank you, Adam, for coming through.
0: Yeah.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: All right, Bye. love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.